Hello and welcome to episode 110 of the True Achievements podcast. Joining me today, I have Dave. Hello. Hello and Jack. Hello. Hello. How is everybody? How are you doing, Jack? Good, thank you. Excellent. Dave, you all good? Yeah, I'm great. How's your week been? My week has been, oh, it's been up and down, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> up and down all in the space of one evening, <laughs> at one point. <laughs> we'll, we won't talk about football. <laughs> uh, let's talk about games. I'm playing some games. Anyone played anything new? I have. No. <laughs> nope. first. Oh, hang on. Dave's played Farming Simulator 17. <laughs> I feel we should start there. Dave, tell us about Farming Simulator 17. Okay, so on Wednesday morning, we were really safe for the team GTA SC drop off because Treasy had done some crazy addition of Minecraft again and got us like six TA. He loves it. But I was hovering around for the individual. So Farming Simulator is this one's decent because it's got the mods on it. And people have made like these achievements for getting like a, a million dollars in your bank account, which can take you. Hours and hours and hours of play, whereas now, because mods, somebody's made like a money box that you just drop on the land and it gives you like 10 grand every few seconds. So you've... Hang on, hang on, Re- rewind, rewind, rewind. So there's mods on the Xbox One version of this? Yeah, they've allowed mods. You're like, it's like, wow. it's like Fallout. So this, I was just about to say, this is the second game? I think, uh, didn't, didn't this actually come before Fallout? Because I think Fallout was supposed to be the first, then Fallout delayed, and then Farming Sim got them, didn't it? It could be, Ooh. but it's it's really well integrated. You go onto there's like a little mods option in the main menu. You go there. It, there's not like a search function, so that's a bit annoying. But they're you know listed by like the most popular, the newest, and all that kind of thing. So there's a, there was these solutions saying go and get this money box. You just you just drop this item. It's like an item you place in the world. And you start off with twenty five thousand dollars in your bank account, so you just buy twenty five thousand or twenty five of them, drop them on the on the map, and fast forward one hundred and twenty speed, and blah, 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 within two minutes <laughs> wow, you've got speed. million achievement. And then there's a few other easy things like there's one for you start off with twenty five grand, but it's like a bank loan, so there's an achievement for paying off the bank loan. So I probably played for about ten minutes and got. Wow. Five achievements. And they would seem to be quite high ratio because obviously some people must have been playing it. Legit, instead of dropping money boxes around. Uh, yeah, your 300 gamer scores worth 416 TA. So not, not a huge ratio, but I think everybody's probably figured out how to do it now. Yeah. Um, is the game good? Is it just more of the same? I don't know. I've, I've not, I started it for, <laughs> for Beam Dive last year. It was one of the games where I had sitting around, so I, I popped one. And then... I just I was looking for easy score and noticed that glitch. Oh well, not glitch. That mod you could use. So I've played for about twenty minutes in total so far. I think it's driving tractors and stuff. So if you like, yes, that. planting crops. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's talk about what I've been playing. I started playing Gravel. Regular listeners to the pod will remember that um, I played Gravel at Gamescom last year. I had a nice little private session with a developer. That sounds quite rude, but it wasn't. It was just gameplay involved. And um, I really, really enjoyed it. I had about an hour with the game. It was, he'd set it up 
beautifully for my difficulty level. I don't know what level we were playing it on, but the both the first three or all three of the first races I had, it was literally a final corner job where I overtook the guy that was winning to uh, to get in front. And you know, if you're playing a racing game, that's probably the best feeling you can possibly have is winning a race yeah. in the last two seconds of it. So it, it gave me a really positive impression of the game. Um, it's totally cross country. All the vehicles are either like big four-wheel drive vehicles or sort of almost like monster truck style, some of them. Um, but there's also sort of rally cars as well. It's, it's, it's quite a big big range of different things. And there's four or five different race types. Um, you've got a lap race, which could be um, a laps in a f- sort of field outdoor track, or it could be in an indoor sort of stadium thing where they build tracks where they cross over and stuff. So you've got certain situations where you'll have some trucks coming from the right across a junction and you'll be going the opposite direction. So much carnage potential. There's regular cross sort of A to B races that are along a a big stretch of cross country area. Uh, You've got something called smash up, which is the weirdest one. Basically as you're driving along, it's just you, uh, but there will be, like a bank of signs that are across the road and they'll all be black to start with. And then as you approach them, they start spinning almost like a fruit machine and they'll either end up on a green tick or a red cross. And you have to point your car to one of the green ticks and drive through that. And if you hit the red cross, it stops you dead. Um, And there could be, I don't know, 40 of these across country. Now, that's fine if you can see them coming and you've got a bit of a bit of notice as you can so you can see where they're going to be because they're randomized so, so every time. Is it like they're a wall the of these um, flippers then? And if you don't drive through the right yeah, they're like across. Is it penalised? They're like balls. You just stop. You just stop dead. But sounds then you, like you uh, came out of game shows to Keshi's Castle with those doors and people had run out. Yeah. 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 Driving yeah. version of Takeshi's Castle. <laughs> but basically, the, the time limits are set quite strictly so that um, you pretty much need to hit green every time Um, but the tracks that you're on a lot of them are wet and muddy and slimy so most of the time the back end is slipping out all over the place so to actually get lined up for these things is actually quite tricky so those are the only ones i'm having any difficulty with there's elimination races there's a couple of other types but they're all they're all pretty straightforward standard racing things apart from that smash up one which is just frustrating at times. bizarre never see it heard the mode like that in a video game at all no it's quite fun it's quite it's not you know, it's not bad. It's just it's, sometimes you don't get enough time to react to see where the greens are going to be because they, they start flickering away just as you get close to them. So that can be quite tricky. Um, the handling's great. Uh, as I say, you, you're slipping and sliding around a bit. It is a little bit floaty. I think they could have used the rumble a bit more on the on the controllers. It does rumble a bit, but when you're driving around trucks that are that size and you're bashing into other trucks and you're you know, doing huge jumps and landing, you want to feel the proper feedback from the controller. And it feels like they haven't quite implemented it as much as I would have liked. So it does feel a little bit floaty at times. There's a whole range of cars that unlock as you progress throughout the game. All that's good. And there's like a career mode, which is, I think there's 60 races and they are split up into different areas. And then... Every sort of 12 races, you've got a special event, which will be three challenges against one particular person who's like a star of the... I don't know if they're made up. I think they're probably made up stars from the sport. And you'll have three races against them, all of different types, but just one-on-one. And it all works really well. Each race, you get three stars on. And I think there's an achievement for getting all 180 stars in the game. The achievements are weirdly 
split out. So in the first hour, I reckon I, I think there's 30 achievements. I think I got 15 of the, so half the achievements in the first hour. And then the rest take up to 20 hours to do. <laughs> so there's a bit of a, you know, like pop, it feels like it's popping constantly. And then all of a sudden you know, things slow down dramatically, uh, which is a bit of a shame. I would like it to be spread out a bit more. Uh, there's two online achievements, one for playing one online race and one for playing 10. There were people around yesterday when I was playing it online, so that's no problem. You don't have to win the races, you just have to complete them. But, and here's the but, there's some big issues on the Xbox One X version of this game. Now, it is Xbox One X enhanced. I am only playing it on the Xbox One X. Uh, and almost every review I've read, including PS4 Pro and our review and... Um, various other reviews on xbox i'm guessing we're not on the xbox one x version because there's some massive frame rate issues on it but all the other reviews i've read have barely mentioned the frame rate nexus who did our review mentioned that the screen froze on him a couple of times i've had that too and like in the middle of the race it would just stop and then it could be like 10 seconds later when it would just start up again so but you obviously don't know when that's going to happen so you sort of sat there like <laughs> teeth clenched <laughs> finger on the trigger just like come on <laughs> But there's some huge, huge frame rate issues. Now, they patched it on the 3rd of March. They released a patch. Uh, I was playing it on Tuesday, which is after that patch dropped. But there were some levels that were pretty much unplayable. I think it struggled to get above five frames wow. a second on some of the levels. I know. Now, I played it again last night, and it was nowhere near as bad. But they hadn't patched it again. So that made me think it was particular to the area I was playing. So it's sort of divided into little worlds almost. And there's one world which is sat, which is inside an arena. Um, so you've got the crowd all the way around, um, as well as everything else. And I wonder if that was the major cause of the problem. But I'm surprised they let it get out the door because it was almost unplayable. I was this close to getting a ref or requesting a refund. And if it had been, if I'd have experienced the same again yesterday, I would have asked for a refund because I actually bought the defensive edition, which comes with the season pass and a load of other stuff. And that was sixty pounds. So, fortunately for for Milestone, uh, I have not experienced it anywhere near as bad. But there's no; it's supposed to be locked at thirty. There's no way it's thirty. That sounds because uh, Milestone they, they seem to be they they have good ideas for games and they never quite achieve brilliant. They they, they always kind of something lacking in the games, and that, that's similar to. Sebastian Loeb. Oh, Loeb Rally, yeah. Like that, when I was playing that for review, that was the same. They were, most of the time the game ran fine, but there were certain tracks and certain sections of tracks where the frame rate just dropped. It's like they haven't optimized exactly it when it's busy on yeah. the green or something. And it was like just like if you went past a load of trees, the game just went <laughs> <laughs> Um So it's exactly the same principle. I think the problem is they chuck out too many games a year. They release like three or four games every year. They need to just slow it back a bit yeah because they do a lot um, of the like uh licensed stuff like moto gp i think it is and stuff like that and they try to bring and they the ride series didn't they the yeah. motorbikes so um it's a great game it's really enjoyable the difficulty levels set really well so that it's always quite a tight race there's a couple of as i say there's a couple of the smash up ones that i've only managed to get one star in and i drove them really well so i'm, I'm not sure if i need better cars uh you unlock the cars gradually throughout the game so maybe once i've got towards the end i can go back and redo those and get the three stars but um 
yeah, just let down by the frame rate issues on those on that on those couple of worlds. But really enjoyable. It's not at the level of Forza Horizon or anything like that, but it's it's a fun racer, and um, I recommend it. I, I think I probably recommend it more if you haven't got an Xbox One <laughs> X. It seems a ridiculous thing to say. But there we go. I've got 20 achievements for 400 gamer score in that game, and I will continue playing it over the weekend because I've enjoyed it. Jack, let's talk about what you've been playing. We've got similar lists here in places. Loads again, and this week I got not one, not two, but three completions. Wow. Oh, I don't even think I've got my <laughs> I've a completion horn. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I've only got the contest horn yeah. we don't use anymore. <laughs> Oh, what about this? Yeah, oh, that's, yeah I'm happy now. Okay. <laughs> that's what you get for three completions. <laughs> so, um, first up was Claybook. Started that a couple of weeks ago after streaming it. Um, excellent. Game. Yeah. It's on Game Preview, and it honestly, I don't know why they released it on Game Preview because uh, it feels like a nicely finished and polished game. I got the last four miscellaneous achievements in that. Um, it's worth noting you don't have to actually finish all of the levels. You can just pick and choose when you get to the second chapter if you've completed all of the levels in the first chapter. Uh, churn through the station as well. Yeah, I, I have that on mine too. This was a space-based walking sim. I'd say there is a story to it. I ignored all of it. followed a very <laughs> helpful guide. <laughs> it was funny. I finished the game and my... Um... My completion tweet went up, and then Mark, our editorial manager, sent me a message saying, I really want to hear your thoughts on the story. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? What? what story? There's a story? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apologies to the developers of the station. But we, we, just, <laughs> we just played your game for the game of school. Maybe, I think it took me 21 minutes. Yeah, it's about 20 minutes, isn't it? Even, even following a guide, obviously, you're going to be a little bit slower because you're having to look up. But I heard. If you did in 21 minutes, you did much better than we did on the stream. I think it took us like 29 minutes because we oh, okay. were following the video silently and missed some key parts, so we didn't well, pick up the uh, rest Let's be honest, you were watching the video and Ali was just running off and then you were going, no, no, no. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was the second completion. And then third completion was a hasty one on Wednesday afternoon. I checked for GTSC to see if we were below the line. <laughs> we were one TA below it. A refresh oh, page, how long we were 50 TA below. And oh. yeah, so I figured it was time to boot up Planet of the Eyes and finish that. Okay. You're supposed to be at work, John. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Verbal warning. It's a red warning now. Well done. No, you saved that bacon there. Um, have you played anything good? Oh, Claybook's um, good, isn't it? Then, yeah, Claybook was good. And then I got a couple more achievements in Human Fall Flat. I need to get back on that. I really enjoyed that game. They've actually added... Cool, I, I know of a PC version. I don't know if this is true for the Xbox version, but they've got online co-op on the PC one now. Awesome. That game is made for co-op. A lot of the puzzles are far more fun in co-op mode. Um, Dave, what else have you been playing? Uh, jumped on Call of Duty over the weekend, World War Two. I had two of the online achievements left. There was one for doing 21 daily challenges. I think you can get six wow. each day. Uh, oh, okay. And, and it, some of them are quite easy. There's like a, some of them, like there's like a target range in like the hub 
world thing that they've got. And they'll just be like throwing five grenades in a tire or something. So I've just been kind of picking and choosing the easy ones for them to do. And do they switch those out every day or do you have kind of a set of dailies for the week or something? I'm not sure because I've been, I've not kind of been religiously going on. I've just been jumping. Surely they're different every day. That's why the daily challenges. So well, you, you might have so many dailies for the week, but yeah, I suppose they would, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> like that. But I didn't they definitely reoccurred them ones like i've done that that one probably three or four times since i've been playing it and then some of them will just be like get so many like win so many games of team deathmatch and like that so it it wasn't too bad Uh, the only bad thing is there's no tracking on it so you never really know how far in and and the guide or or the solution on ta people are saying they've done it like 35 times and so it seems a bit all over the place but i finally got it and then there was one for hitting level 55 and prestige, so I've just been kind of plodding on with that. Got that one. And then I also got some completions. Got two, two completions this week. Oh, same sound for two. It's free. I need enough boxes. <laughs> That's the uh, multiple. Yeah, but yeah. you got the giveaway hard as well, though. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ice on the cake and you've got the giveaway horn so i've been plowing through um artifact monday games nightmares from the deep one and two i'm totally done with these games now (laughs) just (laughs) the the playing through them once isn't too bad like i i was kind of skip everything so i'm not really bothered about the story but i can understand why some people would like it that's fine but they make you replay the game again because Oh. Every time there's like an hidden, uh, hidden, hidden yeah. object. <laughs> Every time there's a, oh, hidden, a hidden object thing, um, there's a choice. You can either do it as the hidden object, or you can press down on the D pad and it switches it to uh, Ma Jong or Ma Hong or whatever it's called. Oh, I'm good at that. Yeah, so you've got you, but you've got to do all the puzzles both ways. So you play oh. through it once and then got to go back through, and it's just like why you can't kind of quit out, then reload, and just play that one immediately again no, as soon as, it, as soon as you do it you get like an item and that's kind of an auto save so so yeah it's just annoying being for hate games that force you to play things twice mm. like that and lego games are just like I, oh yeah I totally agree. so never never make people play a game twice and to play two in a week like one after the other because they were quick score and they were again games had started for bean dive last year so they okay. just kind of sat there, but that's... Did you get these in there? Didn't they do a pack? Was this like from a pack? Um, no, these were individually, like as they've come out at the time, I've picked them up. But then I looked, so I've still got about another five. <laughs> 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 and I was like, I'm, I'm done. Like I just... Yeah. Maybe that's like at the end of the year. Couple of years. Sounds I, like a, a nightmare from the deep playing those. <laughs> oh, <laughs> It'd be like the end of the year when I realise I'm... Ten thousand behind me goal in like two weeks ago. I might play some more. Yeah, but... torture yourself. Play through five of those in a row. <laughs> what a waste! Yeah. My son comes in and he's like, "What are you playing?" Like, just don't <laughs> you need to, to kind of <laughs> get him excited about the games when he can do the second playthrough for you. Yeah, yeah, well, nothing. <laughs> this is way better than Call of Duty. Look. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's me for the week. Okay. um I played a couple of so I played the second DLC from The Walking Dead Machion, which I enjoyed actually quite a lot. It's good. I've got the third one, the final part to do. Are you following the story for it, or are you just churning through? No, I'm playing it properly. 
you can't really skip it in um, no but in you can anyway. kind of ignore it I suppose turn around no I've been, I've been playing it properly it's good actually some good characters in there I'm, I'm quite enjoying it um, and the other thing was um, this month's Games with Gold title uh, is Disney Pixar Brave the video game or oh, that's one of them anyway bit of a warning here so when the game boots up for the first time it gives you a Quite often this happens. There's no save. Do you wish to create a save file thing that pops up? Um, but it, I didn't realize this at the time, but the default option is no. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, pressed, I just pressed A as the thing pops up, as you yeah. always do. And then I played through the game for about, I don't know, two hours with Daisy. Um, it, it's way too challenging for a five-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, challenging for me um but no it's, no it's relatively straightforward but um i turned it off and then i thought oh i'll play a bit more of that later and it the only option was new game <laughs> but, oh, what new games so I, I, I was assuming that had gone wrong so i pressed it and then it did start from the beginning again and there's lots of un, unskippable stuff so i played it all the way through again and then i had a thought that maybe it hadn't recorded so i press or it hadn't saved so i pressed um start and the only option was main menu. There's no <laughs> manual save. So I've, I've ended up playing through the first couple of hours of that game twice, and I still don't have a save file. <laughs> so so that's just how you up. I've got to go through that first two hours again. Yeah. It is actually quite good. That's the frustrating thing. It's quite enjoyable, but not enough to play it three times. <laughs> no. um, I've got 11 achievements for 130 G. So beware, when you go to play that game, make sure you check that you select create an automatic save file at the beginning the first time you boot it up because otherwise you'll be in a world of pain. <laughs> um, right, let's talk about streams you've done for this week. Yeah, for this week. So first one was Bridge Constructor Portal, which was awesome, actually. So it's Bridge yeah. Constructor, uh, which has had loads of different iterations. There's been like standard and stunts and other versions of it. But this is with a portal spin instead. So you've got the kind of nice uh, Gladys... Uh, kind of humour, I suppose, over the yeah. top of it. All the white and crisp scenery from Portal, the lasers and stuff like that, the turrets. It's just basically a Portal spin on Bridge Constructor. Um, same overall concept. You have little vehicles. You've got to get it from point A to point B in the level by building a bridge and either suspending it from the ceiling using cables or mm-hmm. um, building, I suppose, structures that can support themselves out of uh, beams instead. Good fun, though. Uh, the achievements are... They're okay. There's a couple of cumulative miscellaneous ones, um, but they seem to be quite spread out across the game, so you're going to need to play most of it to, to get the high Gs. Okay. Uh, in our hour, we managed two achievements for 120 gamers score. Okay, so our review went up this week. We gave it a three out of five, basically because it's, it's quite samey, I think. It's the gist of the review. I don't think there's too much of a spin you can put on a bridge constructor game that kind of says it in the title, doesn't it? No. So. No, fair enough. Um, okay, cool. What else have you played? Uh, after that, we played Rift Star Raiders, which was a... It was a kind of a shoot 'em up but more exploratory. So it wasn't just in an arena like Geometry Wars or something like that. You actually had a level. Um, you had objectives on the level. You had narrative and you had to fly through trying to complete these objectives uh, tons and tons of enemies um very difficult so the aiming on this one i found a little bit 
awkward at first. So you can use the left stick to actually move your ship. And depending on the direction of the left stick, your ship also points in that way. But if you want more fine-grained control, you can use the right stick as well at the same time as using the left stick. Mm. which was a bit weird but when you're using the right stick it also slows you down to a snail's pace so i was trying to kind of fly with the left stick and aim with the right stick but that was slowing me down and i was just getting surrounded by enemies not having a good time <laughs> um, it, was, it was good though very challenging uh we managed to complete one level and i think we died just as we were getting towards the end of the second oh frustrating um, pretty cool there's some interesting concepts so you have different abilities like you had a grapple to pull things towards you as you're flying through the level you'll come across different upgrades as you kill enemies you've got the potential to pick up perks that they can drop and there's a whole customization system for your ship so you can swap out your weapons each weapon has an upgrade tree um, so you can upgrade different parts of it if you decide you want to be able to shoot more bullets you can upgrade in one direction if you decide you want more power instead you could go down the other side of a tree there's a lot of kind of complexities to it under the hood yeah it looked quite we watched the video didn't we we watched the uh, gameplay video that the developer had made for e, i think it was for e3 last year or at least relatively towards the end of last year and it looked really easy really, yeah. really well, simple to well, we, up. Were we were watching it and he kept dying and we we're thinking nah he's not doing a very good job and I'm then this, he yeah. was actually very very good at it <laughs> <laughs> As it turned out, new appreciation you for it after I'd played it. <laughs> yeah, cool. Okay, it looked fun though. I, it looked like my sort of game. It's sort of asteroidsy, so the, the you sort of top down view yeah. on the ship, and yeah, it's kind of top down two D, three D, but it looked really nice. Yeah. Then up, and more frustrations. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched this. Up after that, we played Switch or Die Trying, and this is a new platformer that's came out, and it's. People in the chat were saying, ah, this is like Super Meat Boy at first. And I didn't see the parallel until I actually had the controller in my hand. And it uh, it's just super difficult. So you <laughs> control a little character and you can push A to jump. And you can only jump once. But you also have the ability to switch to another character by pushing the B button. And if you push the B button, that will switch his character and it also jumps you again. So it's effectively a double jump, but you've got to use two buttons back and forth to do it. So you can push the A button to jump, and then you've got to push the B button instead. So it's basically Super Meat Boy, but that was the only bit that made it different. Rather than double jump being on A, it's on A and B, or on right. one of the triggers. But you could also play with a keyboard. It had keyboard support, which was interesting. Ah, that's unusual. Yeah. Was super difficult though. So you'll get to a gap that's too wide for a single jump. So you have to obviously jump, push the uh, with the A button, and then push the B button to switch midair to do a second jump in order to complete that. You can only switch once before you've got to touch the floor in between switches or a surface like a wall. Um, so you can't switch twice in air to just keep jumping, and you can also only jump once before touching. You have to touch the floor again between. Uh, we spent about 25 minutes on one level, uh, which didn't well, it wasn't very good streaming content, to be honest. Um, but it's was, it was pretty good fun, uh, very interesting, very challenging. If you do like kind of games that require a lot of muscle memory and learning the level's fastest routes, it's definitely one to look at. Each of the levels had three stars available for it, so you've got a star for finishing it, a star for picking up a ink drop on the level, which looked like blue garlic. That's what we kept referring to it as. Uh, or, and uh, another star for finishing it under a certain time. 
Um, it was a total weird mix of levels, though, because for tutorial levels, it started off very, very easy. You're playing through those, no problem. Then we got to one level, which we spent like 20 minutes on. It was just super difficult. Moved on to the next level. Well, we didn't really want to move on to the next one because we thought that might be more difficult. When we moved on to the next one, it was way easier. Yeah, that was weird, so it was wasn't it? It was a bit bizarre there, kind of. You expected to spikes. gradually scale as you go. But it seems to be a couple of easy levels, massively difficult level, then a load more easy levels. Um, then it started introducing more mechanics later on. We had the ability to shoot with the X button. And there were some objects in the environment, you could shoot them and they'd become solid for kind of a couple of seconds. So you could jump onto them and use those to traverse the environment. And then they'd kind of go back to an unsolid object and you'd fall through them. Um, so it seems to be getting more complex as we went on, but it was pretty fun. I'm quite interesting, but I, I don't know why they put the switch mechanic on the B button. It seems like it would have been easier to just put it on the second push of the A if you haven't touched anything else. It would have been a lot more yeah. controllable. But okay. We managed two achievements for 50 gamer score though, in the hour. Then after that, we hopped onto Deep Rock Galactic, which is in game preview of a minute. So there's no achievements, but it was pretty interesting. It is like a four player first person mining game with loads of spiders and stuff, <laughs> which is weird. You play different dwarves, you've got different classes on it. So you could have like Driller or just a standard guy. You pick a mission from the hub world. And the mission will be the kind of an exploration. You've got to go and collect some items or uh, you've got to go and fight enemies. And then you'll drill down to that location into a cave system. And once you're in that cave system, you've got free reign to explore as you want to. We only tried the mining missions. So our objective was to mine 300 more kites and collect 15 flowers uh, we didn't manage any uh, to complete any mission fully, but you've got to traverse the cave. The cave systems are absolutely huge. And then once you've actually collected all the stuff, you've got to go back to the starting point. So you've got to try and remember all the kind of twists and turns you've taken to actually get to where you are, which is difficult in itself to make it back. Uh, it's not, not always lost, though, if you do end up dying while you're playing, you do still get some experience. You can still use that to level things outside the game. Uh, we did only play it solo, but it's definitely one that would yeah. um, be much better with other people. And it's almost uh, a couple of people in the chat said, oh, um, this looks like Borderlands. Graphically, I say it's almost a cross between Borderlands and Minecraft, if that makes sense. Because you've got the kind of mining aspects of Minecraft and collecting resources, it scratched that scratches that itch but it also looks a little bit borderlands in obviously guns and first person shooting it looks a lot of fun yeah yeah it definitely looks a lot of fun i think um it's going to be very very popular when it does yeah. come out of game preview i think so too great okay so next week streams on tuesday we are doing train sim world uh which sounds fascinating and nine parchments mm-hmm. i don't know anything about that and then thursday let's talk about thursday so next week uh, all week is going to be uh, True Achievement's 10th birthday celebration. So it's our actual 10th birthday on Wednesday next week, the 14th. Uh, but we are doing a week of celebrations. Uh, we will be having various articles and uh, special news stories going up throughout the week. We are also doing a mega stream on Thursday next week from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. 
uh, UK time. So it should trickle over to uh, the US guys, which is great. So everyone can join in at some point and get on the stream and watch. We're going to be playing some of our favorite games over the last 10 years. And we have a ton of stuff to give away. Absolutely awesome special editions of games, uh, all sorts of stuff. We haven't got it all yet, but the stuff we've got at the moment is amazing. So please join us for some of that. It's going to be a really good time. Uh, some of our best games are from the last 10 years. So, and that just forms part of our celebration. So that's next Thursday on our Mixer channel, uh, mixer.com forward slash True Gaming Network from midday UK time next Thursday. We will also be doing a special podcast next Friday about TA's history, 10 years of TA. If you've got any sort of generic or questions about how the site came about or anything um, specific to do with the, the site rather than games in general, please send them in for next week's podcast. And we are now announcing a new site challenge, community challenge, Yay. which will go on the community challenge badge. That is starting as soon as this podcast goes up on the air. So that is a new spelling challenge. So you'll remember we did the alphabet challenge uh, last year, which was to spell the letters from A to Z in order. This time you have to spell a phrase, and that phrase is happy birthday, true achievements. So uh, you will have just over four weeks to do this, so a month to do it until Sunday the 8th of April. But if you can complete it before the end of Wednesday, which is our actual birthday, so before the end of Wednesday, the 14th, you will get a free month of pro Yay. Uh, as a little congratulations. Uh, if you complete it before the end of the month, you'll also get your community challenge badge. Uh, well, you'll get that and no pro. <laughs> Everyone will get a community challenge badge um, if they complete that challenge. So good luck to everyone it's gonna be fun times uh join us for the stream next week but also keep an eye on the homepage there's gonna be loads of cool stuff going up on there throughout the whole of next week dave let's move on to regular news yeah, nothing as important <laughs> as ta's 10th birthday but apparently there's a new call of duty got announced or something it was a strange week it was like going along quite quietly and nothing happening then yesterday kind of exploded uh so yesterday call of duty 4 or call of duty black ops 4 was announced They'd been sort of like rumoured, obviously. There was people of pictures of people in hats and stuff with the logo on. <laughs> but some sites were reporting and all kinds of crazy stuff, but it's actually been announced. There wasn't a great deal. There was a bit of a teaser trailer. From that, it looked... There was a, a moment in that that Jack and I both noticed that kind of made the multiplayer look similar to the classes in Black Ops 3. It was for gravity spikes, wasn't it? One of the main chaps in it here. But there's going to be uh, more info coming on May the 17th, so not long to wait if you are really into Call of Duty. And then this is a bit of an odd one. The game is going to be releasing on October the 12th, so they're moving from their normal Ooh, early November, November release date. Yeah. So I'm guessing that uh, a certain Western game that's coming out in Q3 this, or Q4 this year, but he's kind of... Yeah, a few November. people. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. There's also a new Battlefield, though, isn't there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We haven't got much details on that, though, in it. No. I wonder if they're trying to not compete with that. That seems it, because normally you get Battlefield a couple of weeks before Call of Duty, don't you? So maybe yeah. it is to do with that. They're moving it a couple of weeks earlier to try and 
It's a whole month early, isn't it? Compared to yeah. normal, so that's interesting. It just seems. I Red Dead. I just think it's scaring people. Like everybody's going to be buying Red Dead. We got. We haven't got a date for Red Dead. Uh, tw- oh, hang on. I've got twenty sixth. According to Wiki, it's twenty sixth October two thousand and eighteen. Okay, maybe that's it. I don't know. Maybe that is it. Twenty sixth. So that's two weeks after Call of Duty. Yeah. So that that would have been like what two weeks. Normally they would release two weeks after, so I don't. Maybe they are taking it into account. Let's see if it's sure. a week back to the eleventh. Try and uh, <laughs> try and beat. Um, <laughs> yeah, Forbes are leading with Call of Duty Black Ops Four is scared of Red Dead Redemption Two. That's <laughs> the headline. See, that surprises me because I would class them. I know they're they're massively popular games, but they're kind of different in terms of content. They're totally different genres, though. Yeah, yeah, I would totally agree. I, I'm surprised at that. I think they're more scared of Battlefield. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. Uh, there was some other Call of Duty news this week. Call of Duty World War Two. A couple of weekends ago, they added in some random game modes. There was a gun game, which has been on previous Call of Duty. So you basically start with uh, a pistol. Then when you kill somebody, you'll move on to like a slightly like a machine gun pistol. Then you move up until you end up with like a rocket launcher at the end. Quite a fun game mode to they had that one, and then another one was if you have you, you must have seen Prop Hunt, where you you are an item in the world and you have to hide, and then so the other team have to kind of find you. So <laughs> they've announced that both of them modes are coming permanently. So uh, I know Will was a fan of Prop Hunt, so that'd be quite cool. Uh, another announcement this week: Tom Clancy's The Division Two. Again, very little in the way of details on that one. They said they're going to be sharing more news at E3. But I know a certain news hound who was probably running around his street screaming and <laughs> cheering. And <whooping. laughs> Of course, Treasy did the news story. There was some other bits about like a, a roadmap for the first Division game. So they're still supporting that one, which is good, but... I don't know if anybody's still playing the first one now. Like uh, tre- even Treasy, even he's packed it in. So, but yeah, look, I'm looking forward to. That. I thought the division was a pretty solid game. I know people didn't really like the end game, but in terms of just playing through to what I got, what I wanted out of it, in terms of the setting and the shooting mechanics and all that kind of stuff. So, interested to find out more of that one. Another game announcement: Crash Bandicoot, the Insane Trilogy. It was a PC and PS4 exclusive that released last year. That has been announced that it is coming to the Xbox One. Da, da, da. Yeah. This is quite a big deal. Yeah, people Because I know people have been speculating for a while if this is just a timed exclusive or if it was a proper, proper exclusive. And if you remember, um, was it maybe not last E3, the E3 before, like the Sony presentation opened with Crash Bandicoot and they were all over it. So, yep, coming on July the 10th. Interesting to see, like, uh, Amazon have got it down as a single title, but when it released on the PS Store, because it's three games, it was three trophy lists, so we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I imagine it'll be the same. It's interesting because, like I said, we've had Assassin's Creed that was individual games on ps4 but then was a single i think the the rules change a little bit if it's released on the platform already before right okay i think so um because it hasn't released on the xbox or it hasn't been playable on the xbox anyway i think it would be three separate ones so keep your eye out for that one not long to wait again if you're a big crash fan it's not something i was into as a kid were you into it 
I was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember playing it back on the PS1. But I, I know that's been yeah. pretty well received, that one. So a lot of people excited to be playing Crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had some sad news, some delistings that came in February. We got Earthworm Jim HD. So if you weren't playing that one, Classic. you can't get it now. Uh, Bloodbath and Digimon All Star Rumble. So that time. <laughs> oh, my favorite games. <laughs> oh, am I going to do this weekend now? Another server announcement Happy Wars is shutting down on the 360 and oh. Windows 10. There's a read the story because there's quite a bit. There's like. You can't transfer progress after a certain date and all kinds of stuff. So read that story. But the actual. So these games are free to play, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. and lots of relatively straightforward achievements, I think, as well. Is that yeah, right? I think so. Yeah. Is that fair? I think so. Yeah, okay. So I get think in you there quick. pick up um, quite a lot of achievements easily, but if you want to get a full 1,000 gamer score, it's going to take uh, quite a lot of effort. I'm not bothered. But it's, uh, <laughs> it'll be the service will actually shut down on December the seventeenth this year, so you've got plenty of time. If you... Oh, you got plenty of time. But no, the, no. there's certain things we sh- like save data sharing across all the platforms goes off in April, and there's different time frames for different okay. things. So check that out if you want to play that and complete it. State of Decay two. We were talking last week about how there hasn't been any yeah. announcements for release dates for these games. That is coming on May the twenty second. And okay, two months. Yeah, and the price is a, a reasonable. I think it's thirty nine pounds. It's not like a, yeah, so it's not like a, no, it's thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah twenty four pound, or you can get like the ultimate edition for forty pounds mm-hmm. here. But uh, the IGN have had it like an exclusive exclusive reveal. So these gameplay of the some co op gameplay and stuff on there, and it looks mm-hmm. pretty interesting from what I've seen. I've not seen a lot of it, but. Definitely looking forward to checking out more of that as it's revealed. Yeah, me too. And this is this will be on Game Pass as well, won't it? For yes, free. it will be. But Ooh. I think if you purchase like the special edition, you get to play it a bit earlier. But Microsoft seems to do that quite a lot, don't they? They do that with Forza each year. You get a few days early if you paid the big bucks. The ultimate edition prices. Yeah, yeah and then Vic buys it and goes on holiday and can't play Waste of money. And then uh, another game... That was a PS4 exclusive. Uh, Hellblade, set, I don't know how you say it, Senua's, Senua's Sacrifice. Again, it's not a game I know a lot about, but I know Mark, our editorial manager, was saying this was like his game of the year for last year. Um, it's been There's been an Xbox rating for it as appeared from the Taiwanese ratings board. So it looks like, again, another formerly... PS4 exclusive is making its way over to the Xbox One. Ba-ba. That's good. About time we had some of that goodness. Yeah. Um, back compact news, Jack. Yeah, just one batch this week. Uh, we've had Hitman, Blood Money, and Lego Star Wars Free the Clone Wars. Good games. Both of those good games, I think. There was a um, um, bit of talk this oh. week from... I saw Phil Spencer talking about, you know, the original Xbox back compact games. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he said, mentioned that they're going to be kind of just release them in big batches rather than, you know, like, dripping them through this week. That's why there hasn't been many of them since that initial batch. But he said he was excited for the next batch, so looks like we'll be getting some soon. He also was um, teasing a little bit about their E3 presentation this year. Yeah, I'm not that it's going to be a bit different to normal so that would be interesting be some games that'd be good <laughs> put some games in, got some exclusives <laughs> an exclusive have you <laughs> first time in 10 years 
<laughs> Wicked. So I'm already starting to get excited for E3's uh, presentations. It's always it's always fun to watch that stuff. Yeah, and we'll have Mark there as well, so we should get lots of... We will. Mark is Man on the ground. Yeah, Man on the ground. Lots of stories that uh, following yeah. week and hands-on gameplay, hopefully, for us to check out. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully that should be good. Um, there was a new story last night that um, we haven't covered because it's PC, but it was interesting. EA have signed a deal with Warner to include Warner Brothers games in EA Access. Yes. Um, but it's for Origin Access, which is the PC version. But given the size of the, both companies, I imagine this might end up trickling through to EA Access on Xbox at some point. And obviously they've got a raft of quality titles in uh, the Warner stable. You've got all the Batman games. You've got uh, all the Lego games. Uh, Shadow of War. Shadow of War, exactly. Um, Shadows of Mordor. All that jazz. So they've got a load of good quality titles. So we might see those appearing uh, on EA Access on Xbox at some point in the near future, which would be cool. I think EA Access is already great value for money. So that would obviously make it even more so. Yeah, it's an interesting one, though, because it? it's like, if they're going to be in Origin Access, they're obviously going to use Origin as like the download client rather than using yeah. Steam or Windows. So it, it seems like an odd decision, but yeah, it could make it through its Xbox. I imagine money plays a part. <laughs> <laughs> imagine the dollars. Yeah. Uh, It'll happen. Okay, let's move on to the mailbag. We had a massive mailbag this week. Uh, we've just chosen three. There was loads of really good questions, but we're already running later than we normally would because we played so many games over the last week. So we've just chosen three. So apologies if we didn't get to you. Please send – some of these were generic questions about TA, so we might move a couple of them to the next week's special. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, apologies if we don't get to your question. Okay, so question of the week is from Kingy Owl. Uh, when sorting all the games on the site by TA score, the highest scoring are – are nearly all Xbox One games and very few 360 games. Uh, why do you think that is? And he said, are Xbox One games simply harder? Are people splitting their time between playing more titles because of ID? Do less people care about achievements and completions compared to the 360 days? Or could there be another reason? So <laughs> all the reasons that I was going to suggest, <laughs> you have actually asked. But we can we can dive into some of these in a bit more detail. So it's a really, really good question. And it's something that we all noticed pretty much as soon as the Xbox One came out because quite a lot of the original games, at least in the first year and a half, were remasters of games that already existed on 360 with the same achievement lists. Yeah, even released on both platforms, didn't they? Yeah. And almost, I think, across the board, that Xbox One games had a lower completion percentage than the 360. Um, So I think we can take the difficulty question or reason out of this because obviously if it's the same game and there's no difficulty reason why an xbox one game would have a lower completion than an xbox 360 game so we move on to the other ideas now there are definitely more games coming out on the xbox one than came out on the xbox 360 um so perhaps that is a is a, a valid reason people are spending less time playing the games because there's just more different things to play which means that they're not completing every game they play because they want to move on to the next one. That's certainly the case for me, not that I was ever a massive completionist. Uh, but there's just so much stuff uh, that I want to, that I want to play. I don't know if people are playing, spending less time playing games than they did 10 years ago. Maybe they're spending more time on other things like watching streaming yeah. or Netflix or other stuff like that. That's certainly a possibility. 
Dave, did you have any thoughts on yeah, this? Yeah, a couple I thought of. Um, you get like the increased size of the achievement list on the one, you know, like we've got like 500 gamer score in Halo, Master Chief Collection, and stuff like that. So, so that was a thought. But as well, when we released the TA app, it was obviously quite popular at the time. We got quite a lot of new signups. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yes. some of them aren't going to be like as bigger achievement hunters as the people who've been here and were using the site for that purpose for a long time. So I think that's that a, really good point. a bit of a bump in the ratios. But yeah. there was, even before the app launched, I remember playing games, you know, that had released at the same time on both. And there was definitely normally like a couple of hundred TA score difference between the one and the 360. Yeah. So do you think maybe because people have already played them on the 360 and they think, oh, I'll go back to that game because it was ace and then they can't be bothered to finish it because they've yeah, already finished that, it before. That, that'd be uh, me and GTA 5, for example, like a... I got excited about playing it again and then just couldn't be bothered playing through the story. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that could, that could so, that's exactly the same thing I would do. That is so me. Jack, have you got any ideas on this? Um, I think I'd pretty much echo what you guys have said already. Um, definitely, obviously, if you're comparing apples to apples, so you're just comparing a 1,000 gamer score stuff to a 1,000 gamer score stuff, uh, the 360 did have arcade titles and anything that was released in arcade over there would be like a full title over here so it'd have more score anyway yeah. but um, I suppose the TA ratio kind of takes some of that out but if with a light to light game yeah it's definitely strange that they're uh, it is odd, isn't it? yeah I think you're you're right though because especially like unless you're a hardcore completionist if you think yeah that was ace I'm going to go back and replay it again so all the people playing Burnout at the minute, they're jumping back onto Burnout Paradise. I bet maybe 20% of those might pick it up and go, eh, I didn't actually like this when I played it the first time or I can't be bothered again, or <laughs> they're going to pick it up and leave it. I just had a quick look, actually. I just checked the TA score, and it, a lot of them are games like Gears of War 4 that's pumping out updates regularly, Elite Dangerous, regular updates, Killer Instinct, regular updates. Yeah. They've got bigger base scores as well. Rare replay. There's a one here, I don't know what it is, Kyub, that's at 23,000 TA, but that's only 1,500 gamers. So I suppose that, that's another idea as well, because with the regular updates, it's much easier for them to update the achievements. They can do it all server-side. They don't yeah. need to push an update out for a game, which is what they would have had to do on the 360. Yeah, so out the out the top 10, I'd, I'd say that, what, maybe 8 of the 10 are all games that I'd have more gamer score than we'd get on the three slides, you know, up in the three thousands, yeah. four thousands and stuff. So that's mm. an effect. Oh yeah, that's huge because that's what it's all based on. So um that's interesting. Yeah, so I think the more interesting ones is when you look at the ones that have come out on both platforms, yeah. what would the reason be? <laughs> I think I think you're probably right about the app. So our user base affects all the uh affects the the ratio. And if we've got a load of people that are casual Xbox One gamers, then that reflects in the people playing the Xbox One games. I suppose another thing with a game that's released on both platforms, um, to tie it into something we spoke about earlier with the EA access stuff, if you've got a service that provides a way for you to play that game. Just dabble. Mm. Yeah, that... That definitely affects FIFA, you know, like the 10-hour trials and stuff like that. Yeah, Similar that's thing true. Similar demos as well. Some demos can actually unlock achievements, can't they? Like yeah. if there's a golf game, yeah. I think. And you've got, it's far easier to do family sharing on digital titles. Mm. So you've got a lot of people maybe sharing games a bit more. Yeah, yeah playing stuff so that they, they 
maybe wouldn't of in the past. Yeah, exactly. So they might just dip into it and not complete it because of that. But it's a really good question. I, I'd like to hear the thoughts of the community as to what you think. It's a shame we can't go and look at the time played on the 360 because mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see, compare this, the games that are um, on both platforms and see if people are just putting in more hours on there. There might be an element as well, I just thought. Do you know, like if you're playing, say, Far Cry, before and you get to the end and you've got like 200 gamer score left but you and it's all collectibles and stuff like that would you bother if you could go get a thousand in 20 minutes in the station like, yeah. people just got, if, you, if you're not interested in completion and ratios and stuff and you're just hunting for achievements and increasing your gamer score get what get up yeah. to that point where it gets less yeah <laughs> too long for you to bother and just fly through something easy quickly instead and I think people probably spend a lot more in sales now on digital sales. So they're probably less invested in the game. Because back in the day, I'd buy maybe one game a month full price. Yeah. And I'd play that game for the month. And now I feel like I'm buying <laughs> 20 games because they're all on sale. <laughs> and then just, you know, grabbing a few easy achievements from each of them or you know what I mean? You're not as invested in that game. I used to play one game until I got to either completed or to the part where I thought, you know, like a, what's left isn't, I'm not good enough or it's too long for me to bother. And I just used to stick to one game, whereas now I'm just like scattergun and play everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's quite an interesting uh, comparison between Trials Fusion on the Xbox One and Trials Fusion on the Xbox 360. Um, on the Xbox One, obviously with the achievements, you had to, on the Xbox 360, sorry, you had to complete every single challenge on all of the levels. But on the Xbox One, with the way the achievement tracking works, you could complete, you could yeah, it. exactly, complete a couple of the easy ones, reset your game save, do it again, do it again, do it again. And there... So that actually made it easier on the Xbox One, mm, effectively. Yeah, exactly. So I thought there was going to be a big uh, difference between those two, but it doesn't actually look like it. there is much of a difference. Uh, if, if you'd had a 360 for a, a decent while and you'd played most of what you wanted to play and you didn't upgrade to that to the Xbox One, you know, at the time, you were limited to less titles to play. So that could be some of the, you know, the crossover ones where yeah, like, you, you, there wasn't 20 games, like there wasn't the one and you could just go and buy that, 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 and that. You, you were kind of a bit less option, I guess, maybe. It's interesting, though. Good question, Neri. Thank you. Uh, next question so from Kelly one of our news hounds uh, she said Black Ops 4 hype or beating an already dead horse into the ground genuinely interested in hearing <laughs> all of your opinions on this year's COD announcement okay so Dave you just played some COD yeah I'm what, what are your thoughts on World War 2 first of all is it a dead horse? No, like I, I, World War Two, I really enjoyed the fact that it was, you know, a different setting, and we'd gone back, and it was less advanced and double jumping around, and it. I totally agree with you on that. I like that. So, I guess this is a different. I suppose COD's a weird series now because you've actually got completely three, almost completely separate games going on, yeah. on on a triple year rotation almost with different developers doing each so i'm trying to remember black ops 3 <laughs> i'm pretty sure i played it but i can't remember whether i, I don't, i'm guessing i didn't love it black ops 3 story was again like set in the future and all our kind of advanced weapons and you had like an exo suit and all that kind of stuff the multiplayer was 
kind of a little bit class based. Like the, you had like the, it was kind of I don't know, it was maybe like a hero shooter in it. Actually, there was like characters that you choose from and then build a class around it. They had these special bits. All that crazy weird stuff spoils the multiplayer for me. Like I just like running around and shooting people who aren't yeah. going invisible and jumping around and stuff like that. It just seems leave that to Halo and stuff like that. To me, like I was disappointed to see it was Black Ops 4 because Treyarch made World at War was one of my favorite CODs. So like I thought they might go somewhere different with it, maybe even like modern day or another setting, but just to, it, it, it might go even further into the future. Like a human's extinct and we're just playing as robots. <laughs> like, what's going on? Like, wow. So we've not had any any clue as to what the game is going to be. Yeah. No. We just know the title. We saw a video. There was definitely zombies going on, which is a mode I don't like. There was, oh, there was that multiplayer little bit that we saw that looked similar to Black Ops 3. So, um, so I'm just looking at Black Ops 3 on TA. I've only got five achievements, <laughs> uh, which is pretty poor. Which... I've not even completed the the campaign but all of there's a whole load of the achievements are rare like i would say probably 75 percent of them are rare a lot of people just pick it up for multiplayer don't they yeah multiplayer um so i don't know i obviously wasn't that bothered about it we gave it three point or the the community has given it 3.9 out of five which is a good score from over four thousand votes so that's you know they they like it um but i certainly didn't complete it i'll probably pick it up because i feel obliged Mm -hmm. to pick up these games but um, I don't know. I'm not particularly enthusiastic about it. I, understand. I think I'll end up getting it at some point, but it's definitely not something I'm looking to get at launch. I think it's sort of, it's kind no, of a half-dead horse, and maybe Black Ops 5 is going to be when the horse is properly dead. Dead, dead. Yeah. dead goat. <laughs> dead goat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's where we are. I don't think any of us are uh, flip, uh, flipping our lids over it. But, um, unlike... And the next question. So from Will Will asked, and he kind of tagged this onto the bottom of Kelly's question, uh, to add to the above, what are your feelings on the Division 2? Has Ubisoft learned from the original? Um, So you are by far both better places than me to answer this question, so I've barely played this game. Uh, You played a lot. Yeah, Jack and I played through pretty much all of it together, and... Like I said earlier, I got exactly what I wanted from it. the The setting was amazing graphically; it was really nice. The gunplay and everything was good. The sort of, there was RPG elements similar to kind of Destiny, you know, where you're swapping around weapons and it's all easy and number based, and you can just switch in and yeah, out. Nice. All that stuff was great. Towards the end of the game, it did start getting a bit repetitive, but I think that's just a general trend with like these. Online, co-op. yeah, I think you could say that about Destiny as well, couldn't you? It's, it's open world, isn't it? There's only so much randomization they can do with the tasks and stuff like that, so. yeah. Like, I think they just put the level caps too high. If they just brought it all back down again, so you didn't have to grind for 30 hours at the end of the game, same with Destiny. I wish they'd done that with that. The, the bit like I stopped playing once we'd, once we'd finished the story and I got to level 20 and I mopped up the collectibles and stuff, I was happy to leave it there. I got everything I wanted from the game, enjoyed it. I know people carried on after like with the loot grind to get better weapons and stuff, and that's not something I felt a need to do because I'd done everything. What was I was getting better weapons just to play stuff I'd already done before. So that end game element, I don't know how they fix that. Like I'm not 
I don't play any other MMOs or anything, so I don't know how other games do it and people love it like World of War. It was wasn't it? It's like nothing. Obviously, they added expansions, which freshened it up a bit. But yeah. they just seem to be more of the same. So they added a new leveling system specifically for that expansion, like with the underground. You had an underground yeah. rank instead of your normal level. So you've just got something else to level up, and it's like a rinse and repeat. It's like up to the point where I think, I can't remember what the level cap was. Was it 20 or 40 or whatever? Uh, 20 in there. Yeah, 20. So we had to, like, but as we were getting up to that, the final boss and stuff, and I remember the battle was pretty epic to beat the final boss. There was four of us doing it, and it was really enjoyable and happy to. But then, what's the point in just replaying that boss again to get a better weapon so you can beat yeah, that boss again exactly. quicker? Like, I, I didn't see the point in that. Like, <laughs> You've seen through their coming yeah, plans. Yeah, so I, I don't know. For people who are looking for more and want that whole MMO thing, there's definitely improvements they need to make just to make it more engaging and more stuff to do and mm-hmm. more worthwhile. But if you're just looking for that sort of like, I mean, it was a long game. Like if you think like a Call of Duty campaign's like six hours, so I probably got about yeah, six I probably seven. got about forty hours of gameplay in that. I came away thinking money well spent, got my money's worth out of it. Yeah. Okay. It'll be interesting to see anyway. Uh, did we get a release date with that as well? No, they, they sort of like said more at E3, so I'm guessing, I don't know, I can't imagine it's going to be this year. Probably be next yeah. year, I can't be, yeah, I wonder if it'll be this year. They did announce though, because okay. the, the team who made that one, they've sort of like expanded out to all of Ubisoft's other, you know, little side studios and stuff, like the people who made Steeper helping them and... Oh, wow. kind of stuff. So we can expect a snowboarding. Uh, yeah, there's level. loads of different. They do it quite well, don't they? Like when they work in like with Assassin's Creed, they have like all the different studios around the world doing little bits, and it looks like they're expanding yeah, out. Yeah, so for it sure. Sounds like yeah. they're going bigger and more adventurous with it. Uh, love you, B. Let's move on to new achievement list, Jack. Have we had any this week? Tons, as always. Yeah. Um, first up, TT Isle of Man. <laughs> 31 issues. I think that's another milestone game. Isn't it? Oh. Yeah. So it's probably got a beautiful frame rate. <laughs> so that's nuts uh, that they're releasing another game within two well, weeks. Of it's Gravel. effectively a reskin, isn't it? Because they've already yeah. done a bike yeah. game, so it's just a different done loads of bike games. I've noticed yeah, when exactly. it has, I think Ride and Sebastian Loeb had exactly the same menus and everything, just different colours. Like they just, <laughs> just drop bits. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Up after that, two remastered games. Got Burnout Paradise remastered, 56 achievements for a 1,000 gamer score, so it hasn't got the additional kind of DLC values added on. Uh, it's the same list. The first same game, list, and they have removed the uh, Vision Cam achievement. Oh, good. Then Assassin's Creed Rogue remastered with 46 achievements. Uh, has anyone played that? Has anyone played Rogue? No. No. I know um, Bex reviewed it because it was at that, that, that point when the one and Unity came out and the one Rogue came out in the 360. I know Bex said it was very similar to uh, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, you know, like the sailing elements and stuff. So, Oh, no. Yeah, it, it was sort of like Marmite. That. Some people loved it, some hated it, didn't they? So. Yeah. I've heard good things about it, so it might be something I look into. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. Hopefully, it's like a, a bit of a. I don't know. I haven't seen pricing for it. Hopefully, it's a reasonably priced title. Mm. Uh, Bex gave it a three and a half out of five. The original game, not the uh, not the remaster. Okay, uh, then we've got another ACA Neo Geo title: Real Bout Fatal Fury Two. 
with standard list, um, Scribblenaut Showdown, 26 achievements, Tesla versus Lovecraft with 20 achievements. There was quite a bit of excitement around that one because it wasn't actually yeah, confirmed they for been announced. Xbox One. It just kind of hit out of the blue. Um, Way of the Passive Fist with 36 achievements, Cube 2 with 15 achievements. That's on both Windows and mm-hmm. uh, Windows 10 and Xbox, isn't it? Cube 2, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, where are my friends with 17 achievements? We're in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Train Sim World, which will be streaming next week. Uh, that's got 10 achievements and a couple of grindy ones, but it looks like a very easy completion. Well, the, the same game is on Windows 10, but it's a separate list. And that that completion looks Stack. ridiculous. Like So they've tamed it down quite a bit for the Xbox One, thankfully. Okay. Um, Bomb Slinger with 29 achievements. Western Press with 23 achievements. And another big one, uh, A Way Out big one. with a very small list, 14 achievements. Just want to talk about the, the pricing thing that they've done for this because it's really cool. Obviously, the game's like an online co-op game. So if you buy a copy of the game, you get a code in it that you can give to a friend to play with you. So you're basically getting it. Ah. And that's on the digital version and Jack saw it on Amazon as well. So, Okay, well, I pre-ordered this on physical some okay. time ago because I saw it was so cheap. I didn't realize it was actually going to be that cheap as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing this. This looked awesome at E3. Mm-hmm. Uh, really interesting. But it's only co-op. You cannot play this game non-co-op. I think that's good, though, because a lot of games where they've got a single player and a co-op, it feels crowbarred in. Yeah. So it's not. It's going to actually feel... Oh, no, for sure. It's the, it's the first time, isn't it? Isn't I think it? I don't, properly. don't think there's ever been another one um, like this. I wonder if it'll be worth playing it through, because obviously your two characters will s- split up at times and do different so things. So it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. There's no achievements tied to that, though. Looking at no. the list, so that should be interesting to see how the achievements work. Because uh, on the physical copy I was looking at, it said that you obviously got the copy of the game and you get your code or whatever to give away for a friend. But it did mention that you could get um, your friend would play on a free trial version of the game. So I don't know if that will have the ability to unlock achievements or not, which yeah. might be a bit odd. But I suppose we'll have to wait and see in a couple of weeks. Um, then DLC-wise, we've had a few more as well. We've had the March update hitting Gears of War 4. It's 11 new achievements for 500 gamer score. Assassin's Creed Origins has got the Curse of the Pharaohs DLC. with six achievements for 260 gamer score. We will be streaming that on next Thursday. Mm-hmm. That's one of the games. Uh, one of the things we'll be streaming the new DLC for that. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 has got two new achievement packs. We've got the Royal Pack and Comrades update. With seven achievements for 210 gamer score and three achievements for 30 gamer score, respectively. We've got the moat in Dovetail Games Eurofishing with 160 gamer score and uh, 10 achievements. Then we've got the Runaways and Cloak and Dagger in Lego Marvel Superheroes 2 with 10 achievements for 100 gamer score and the Medved Tiger in the Hunter <laughs> Call of the Wild of 12 achievements for 490 gamer score. DLC everywhere this week. I know. Yeah. Okay, new releases. We have Trainsim World out today. We have Scribblenauts and the Darwin Project and One-Eyed Coot all out today. Uh, next week, we've got that Moat DLC for the fishing <laughs> game. Uh, we've got the Raven Remastered Devil May Cry HD Collection. Mm-hmm. I know there'll be quite a lot excited about that. Spiral Splatter. 
Cube 2 on both uh, Windows 10 and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Pure Farming 2018, Dave. Get back in uh, there. There's only so much the council. I can do. <laughs> And then the big one for me, Casey Powell, across <laughs> 18. <laughs> After my ex- excellent time with Casey Cross, Casey Powell, across 16. See if they can license um, your name in the name of a game. You could have Rich Stone, across 19. I'll be all over that. I'm not, the problem is I'm not very good across. <laughs> yeah, nobody's <laughs> heard of it. You don't have to be. You're just, just people pretend. with a fishing net, don't you? That's the cross, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. It's a cross between the uh, uh, Euro fishing... <laughs> DLC, you mean yeah. a lacrosse between Euro fishing? Yeah. No, <laughs> written warning. Um, the long reach, don't know what that is. Surviving Mars. I think that's supposed to be quite good, yeah. isn't it? Are we streaming that next week. We might stream that next week. Uh, and then another ACO Neo Geo is also out next week. And then Burnout Paradise out next Friday, along with Test of Us. Little via EA Access as well. EA Access. Yeah, it'll be available now. We'll do a bit of that on Thursday. We'll stream a bit of that on Thursday and see if we can get a code for that to give away too. So we've got tons and tons and tons and tons of stuff to give away next Thursday in the stream. So it's not just games. There's special editions. There's uh, stuff that you won't be able to get anywhere else, basically, from some of our awesome publishers that have sent us stuff. Um, yeah. It's going to be a really fun week next week. Please join us on the site, on the podcast, on the streams. Uh, and tell us your favourite memories from the last 10 years of TA. Yeah, a, a lot of people were confused about the contest, like what they have to comment, even though it says comment about the story, about one of the questions. If you leave us a comment about TA for the past 10 years, and then you'll be entered in our giveaway this week. Okay, on the notes for this podcast. Yeah. Okay, cool. We're also going to do a story on that, so um, you can leave a note in there, a comment on there, and we'll include you because we're nice. Wicked. Thanks, guys. Have a wonderful weekend. And... Um, We'll see you all next week for the party. <laughs> Bring your party poppers and your. <laughs> see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.